0: Hey everyone, this is your favorite radio host, your only radio host, and favorite girl, of course, Corrine Lafort, broadcasting to you from the lovely island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean on Between the Lines. And it's a beautiful, beautiful sun-pouring day here in Trinidad. I mean, it's, it's actually hitting me here in the room that I'm in. And it's just awesome. And what is awesome about it, too, is that I'm alive to be able to talk about it, to see the beauty of the world. And I woke up earlier this morning. I didn't sleep very well last night. And I woke up early this morning. So I started my day fresh and early. So I'm able to get a lot more things done compared to when I have a late start. And I'm just so excited about that. Even though I'm feeling the tiredness coming onto me, I'm telling my mind and my body, don't even think about it. I have things to do. Okay? Okay. So I am so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be doing my show once again. And I have a wonderful, beautiful woman here with me. Her name is Catherine Orman. Yes. And she's in Los Angeles. And we're talking about, what are we talking about today? Baffled by the dating process. Who isn't baffled? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Who isn't baffled? Really? Really? Right. And, and she's going to be using me as a guinea pig or I'm offering myself (laughs) as a guinea pig today because I'm going to make it very public. If I haven't said it before, I'm sure you guys know. I am single. I don't know if I'm dating. I don't know what I'm doing. And I know all of you who are listening or who will be listening to the show will be saying the same thing. So I represent all of you. So all the questions I'll be asking, I know it's for you. You see how much I love you and, and, and how much I'm thinking about you and what we are going through. So let me tell you a bit of, about Catherine. So Catherine Orman, LMFT, that stands for Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist, is a spiritual psychotherapist and the director of the Transpersonal Counseling Center in Los Angeles, California. She has advanced training in traditional psychology as well as the wisdom traditions. Very good. Catherine lived for a year at the Osho, she will correct me if I'm wrong, ashram in India. Very nice. I would love to do that. A full-time immersion in tantra and meditation. And she has studied and practiced tantra, love, sex. Well, I hope she practiced sex. Hmm. Intimacy <laughs> and seduction with various teachers. Well, I hope she didn't have plenty sex with the teachers. no,
1: in no. Anyway,
0: no. <laughs> That can be read that way. <laughs> <laughs> Visit her online at her website. Well, you know, it's at And, you know, we always feature the website at the end and anything to give away and, and so much more. Just just hold on. You're going to get all that juicy stuff because you want to get into the, you know, into what the dating process is and why are we baffled? What is baffling us? Yeah. So, Catherine, tantra, spiritual psychology, my goodness, therapy, you're making this thing sound like <laughs> like, 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 we're in an institution. I mean, oh. what, what, that's why it's baffling. Why can't, it be, why can't it be easy? Let me tell you. Let me tell you the honest truth. My thinking after looking over the years and looking at people's relationships, I'm like, look, I don't need stress in my life. I, I want easy. A relationship supposed to be easy, Catherine. Stress free. You know, you're not supposed to feel like you're fighting to and fro. Everything's supposed to just gel, move, move into, move into smoothly. You know, there's supposed to be a sort of connection that each other, each person understand each other. Yes, there may be differences, but the differences don't feel like a conflict because because you, the other person understands you and takes the time to understand you. Tell me, Catherine, and by the way, I did not officially welcome you to Between the Lines. My apologies for that. Welcome to Between the Lines. Let's jump right into it.
1: Well, thank you so much, Corrine. What a pleasure to be here. And I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, this woman, Corrine, is a great catch. So I'm sure you're <laughs> all getting ready to call in and ask her out.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe me made that public. I expect a, I expect a slew of men coming up. Sure, me. I'm sure. If, now that they find out you're single. Oh my God, she said that too. I'm single. Yes. I, I did say I'm single. Yes, I'm single. People. Yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> well, I I found myself single later in life, and I um, I uh, went out and decided I'm gonna. I'm going to master the dating process. I'm going to find the love of my life. I had been in, I'd been married twice before and had different relationships and so on. And I had never, even though I was a marriage and family therapist, I hadn't found the love of my life. So about five years ago, I decided I'm going to do whatever it takes. What? And I, I went out and I got on five online dating sites and I started going to things and I started by uh, trial and error Doing everything I could think of, I went back to therapy. I hired a coach, and a little over a year ago, I met the love of my life. And we're um, we're in the relationship you were describing, which is we're both just always like, we never thought it could be this good. So, I wanted to share with people about my process and all the mistakes I made. I wrote a book called Tantric Dating.
0: Oh yeah, we're going to get to that, but I'm going to stop you there for one second because I want to I want to talk about some things you mentioned. Sure. No, you went, you, you know, just listening to you, it sounds like desperation. Oh my God. I need <laughs> <find a> <laughs> oh my well, God. I, I, need find, I need to find a man and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I did, I, I I got a coach. I went through therapy. I, I, I did the online dating. I'm, I'm going to find a man. Now, here's the thing. Do we really have to find a man? You know, there's, there's a thing about working on yourself to be the person to attract the kind of man. So you don't have to find a man. He will find you. The universe is going to put things in place. You know, they are always talking and working together to, to, to come to you, but you need to work on you. So the whole finding a man thing, I'm, I'm having, you know, I'm, I'm rethinking this whole finding a man because I'm saying he's going to come to me. I will attract the right person based on where I am, who I am, you know and if i if i see the wrong kind of people coming to me then that says to me oops i i have things to still work on so i want to touch on that point tell me no,
1: I, I think that's great because i um i didn't i agree with you that i didn't need a man i i uh, felt fulfilled in my life i felt my career was great i felt my friends were great my health was great
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i wanted the icing on the cake i wanted to feel like This was something in this life that I had. I wanted to invite someone in to join me in my beautiful life. Mm -hmm. But I also feel that, um, I feel that that feeling that we're just going to wait and he's going to magically appear, Mm -hmm. I think is part of the problem because we, we don't have that same. I think that's kind of a fantasy from the media that we've had since little girls or little boys that, uh, we're going to be a perfect sleeping beauty. And the Prince Charming is going to come and magically kiss us and wake us up. So that and doesn't I'm,
0: happen? What are you saying, Catherine? That doesn't happen?
1: I'm saying in the same way that we put some effort into creating our careers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We need to put some effort into creating our perfect relationship. At least for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the effort that it takes is uh, becoming our best self. hmm and then figuring out where to put ourselves, where that man might find us. Because my strategy before I started uh, putting myself on online dating sites and, and going out to mixers and so forth, my strategy was pretty much, I'm gonna sit in my house watching Netflix and hope he'll appear. <laughs> and That's that wasn't, a, wasn't a very, wasn't that, really working. That, that it didn't work. It didn't work. He, he didn't. wasn't magically appearing. He didn't knock so. on your door to say, I heard you watch Netflix and I want to watch a movie with you. He, he it didn't did. happen. I was, I was kind of baffled by that. So <laughs> I think some effort is required just in the same way we, we enjoy putting effort into building our perfect careers. We, we, uh, a great relationship is worth putting some effort into finding. Hmm. But that's, that's different to me. That sounds a
0: little bit different to saying, finding the man. You put the effort into you. I hear you saying that. Put the effort into working on you. Yes, you socialize. Obviously, you don't sit home and expect him to land in your lap. You know, But you go out, you, you, you interact, you network. That is all part of the growth and development process of the working on you, putting yourself out there. But it's not with the intention of, you know what? I'm getting dressed and I'm going to find a man today. Today, 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 I'm coming home with a man.
1: It took a little bit of both for me because I had to set my intention Mm -hmm. that that was something I wanted to find, not out of desperation, but out of choice, and I'm willing to do what it takes. And for me, it took some effort. Maybe someone as vivacious and outgoing as you, Mm -hmm. um, it's a little easier. I'm introverted by nature. Maybe some of your listeners are introverted by nature, and we don't uh, necessarily go out and um, attract uh bees to the honey because we're a little bit more shy so i had to learn more about social skills Mm -hmm. and things like that and it all turned out to be as you're pointing out it all turned out to be things that made me a better me Mm -hmm. i didn't expect the man to complete me i expected to complete myself but there was a little work involved for me Mm -hmm. and that's what i teach uh people in the dating process is we need to look at our own selves our own lives and see where we might want to do a little work on ourselves to become fuller and completer to attract that person who's going to be fuller and completer. Yeah. Because we attract who we are. Yes. And um, the dating process in itself, I think this is partly what you're talking about too, is the dating process itself actually is uh, pretty unloving. You know, I'm incomplete and I'm going to go find somebody to complete me. That's not a very loving place to come from no and as as we work on ourselves to become a fuller and richer person then we're going to magnetize someone who is a fuller and richer person to come and share our lives with us
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: the dating process itself i don't know have you ever done online dating Kareem? of
0: course of course yeah. i've done several i've done several and of course i'm telling my business here but I'm representing everybody. <laughs> I have, and I have met some people who are, I mean, just looking at their profiles, I, I start eliminating, you know, yes. I start to see things like, I'm looking for my other half. I'm like, nope, nope. You know, you know yeah. um, I, I'm looking for, what, what are some of the things they say um, to take care of me or, or, or something along those lines. Anything that has a sort of lack in it, Mm -hmm. or or neediness, I sense neediness. I'm like, no, no, no. No matter how good looking they may be or because people can also lie on their profiles. Some of them, you know, they may make up things on their profiles. Some of them are not even really single, Catherine. They, Mm -hmm. They are on there and they may be living with someone or I've met, I shouldn't say I've met, I've spoken to guys who they are, and I find this very strange to me They say they are divorced, but their wife is still living in the house with them. Yeah, yeah, and they have a a so-called quote-unquote relationship (laughs) and claim it's for the kids. Or their wife is living right next door to them. They haven't moved out. They haven't separated. Now, personally for me, if I am divorced or separated, I am not living with you. I am not staying with you. We need to carry on separate lives. I don't need to see what you're doing. You don't need to see what I'm doing. There needs to be that break, that separation. That's why it's called separation. You know, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think it's healthy for either one of us. Not that we cannot be friends or if we share kids. Um, and even if it's different things, we, we don't necessarily have to be best buddies and go out and all of that. But we communicate for the sake of the kids, just for for certain things. If I need to reach out to you for help for something or, you know, because we were married at one point and we probably share friends and we will meet at probably certain events, but I'm civil. But I've met guys that do these sort of facade sort of um, profiles. So you have to be very wary um, when you're, when you're doing the online dating. I don't know what your experience has been. I heard you agreeing with me earlier.
1: Oh, I totally agree with you. I remember sitting at a a uh, brunch with a lovely man. We, I think maybe it was our third date. And it was, uh, I think we we're having a little champagne brunch level mimosa. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he said to me, yes, he lived downstairs from his wife. <laughs> and I said, I, I wouldn't, why did this not come up before? I wouldn't even be sitting here with you. I feel this as a little insulting that you think right. I would go out with you. Oh, no, no, it's finished. I said, Do you share a kitchen? Are you up there in your bathrobes having breakfast? Anyway, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. One thing I advise people to do, both for themselves and for another person, is see if you're still actually married Mm -hmm. to someone. I notice, for example, sometimes women are still married Mm -hmm. to one of their adult children. Oh,
0: Um, Jesus. Don't go there.
1: Don't go there,
0: Catherine. Don't go there.
1: (laughs) One woman I coached was still... uh, her 25-year-old son was still living in the house with her. Yes, she, yes. She was dating, but, you know, her son was... I'm not saying there was any funny business going on. There wasn't at all. But no. her, emotion, her emotional needs were met, really, by her son. Yeah. That was, that was her significant other. And so when she went out dating, she wasn't really completely uh, available to meet someone else. Wasn't at, really,
0: at, at least she's going out dating. But I know parents who are not even going out, they're not going out. They live their life totally for this, this son. Yes. And, and I'm like, how sick is that?
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and so they are both getting their needs met that way. And neither of them is moving on and really growing up into their next phase of their life, which is I the post child or letting that millennial kid uh, get out and live their life and make their mistakes. So this is something that I'm glad you brought this up because in the dating world, you have to look for, am I still married or is the other person still married in some way? With Married with quotation marks around it.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: they say they're single, but they're not really available. That's one and of the And how pitfalls.
0: can we as women, you know, we are very investigative when we are ready. We will, we will find out information. I think it's important for us to be very attentive, listening. You know, even if you go out with a person or talk to the person, we have something called an intuition, both male and female, but in women, I think it's a stronger thing. You have an intuition as a woman, as a female. We, 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 our, our intuition speaks to us before the mind speaks to us, before the head and, you know, speaks to us. And we, we need to really use that strongly to be able to say, to discern, even when the guy is talking to you, something doesn't feel right. And follow that. Don't try to cover it up. And make excuses in the dating process. So he may say something to you on the phone through text—a question. It could be anything. You know, you, let's say you take the chance to go out on a date, and you're like, "Hmm, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't sound right. This isn't right." Don't, don't, don't question it. Take it for what it is.
1: That's and yes, that's great advice. And we so often ignore that because we want to be swept away. Yeah. And if the guy is handsome and well-mannered and well-spoken and uh seems like a gentleman we will often ignore that intuition and mm-hmm. this has happened to most of us more than once where we look back at a relationship that didn't well, go well and we go you know i could tell from the very first minute yeah. that something yeah. was wrong yeah but i wanted to be in relationship with him because he met everything on my list i just talked to a man yesterday that had happened He'd gotten swept away because this woman was everything on his list. Mm -hmm. And he just didn't notice that she was being verbally abusive to him. He He just sort of thought that that was, that would go away with time. No. And so we have to be very careful with this idea of, I have the list of the perfect lover for me. uh, And what is, what is my intuition telling me? And if I really want to find love this time, I need to pay more attention to that little voice instead of the list that I'm shopping for. <laughs> we, we've become very, in a capitalist world, we've become very uh, enamored of the idea that dating is shopping. Yeah. I have my list and I'm shopping for this person on my list. And that makes us overlook some very good candidates.
0: Yes, true.
1: Who don't meet the list of that we've all been sold by the media that we're looking for
0: there's actually a recent movie that i watched the other night probably about a week just before the holidays and um it's the same thing she had a list this ideal guy she hasn't she didn't even meet him just texting on the phone and there's, there's this handsome hunk of a man in front of her who wants her who is everything and then she finds out that he was in prison for some years <laughs> no this guy who is in front of her but he has changed his whole life you know he's out ah. he's great he's a great guy but she's not seeing him because she's seeing the 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 the, the mental image of this guy she has never met
1: this is perfect <laughs> this is perfect this happens to all of us and yeah. you know it it uh often we were overlooking the boy next door Mm-hmm. Who is a perfect candidate, but we are looking for this glamorous thing that we've been taught more and more. I don't know about you, but in my lifetime, the idea of who's the perfect candidate has gotten narrower and narrower and narrower. Mm-hmm. I, one of my patients was saying he was watching some old movies from the 70s, and he said, uh, Gosh, there were people there starring as romantic leads that never would get uh, chosen today to star in movies. Dustin Hoffman or uh, Diane Keaton or some of these people who are more more look like the rest of us rather than perfect specimens (laughs) and and now people are shopping for something that's quite perfect and many candidates are are not being attended to who would actually make beautiful partners
0: that's right so this whole list we need to we need to kind of come off the list but at least the list it's like your standard you know the list of certain things it's what's really on the list you know i think
1: um, I, yeah i think the priorities have gotten a little bit askew and what i suggest to people think about if this is true for you or not maybe kind should be number 1 on the list
2: mhm mm-hmm. a kind
1: person and i think for many people that becomes an afterthought like oh sure i'm looking for somebody kind but when we're sitting across the table from someone on a coffee date, what are the evidences that this is a kind person? Right. Mm-hmm. Not just what's their bank account or how gorgeous are they mm-hmm. and being swept away by that. But is this a person who does any volunteer work? Is this a person who, what's their relationship like with their family?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, have they evidenced kindness towards the person serving us this coffee? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, these, I think that if this is uh, if this is elevated in our, in our list to evidences of kindness, of humanity, of not talking trash about other people, That's right. um, um, I think that this is the more likelihood that we're gonna find a loving partner instead of just an arm piece. Most people today, perhaps I'm, uh, it's a little askew for me because I'm here in Los Angeles where we are famous for having superficial values. <laughs> but but i think the movie culture worldwide has taught us to look for something that's not necessarily going to make us happy that's and this right. is why there's so many relationship breakups and unhappiness is because we're not really conscious of the fact that we're looking for something that's not necessarily going to make us happy
2: yes yes we're taught
1: that we're taught that being in the friend zone is a bad thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: and research has shown that being friends with your partner is actually an indicator of a good successful relationship mm-hmm. so maybe instead of saying oh we're just friends we look for someone who's gonna be our friend and our sexual friend
0: that's right, that's that right. these are not
1: mus- mutually exclusive
0: <laughs> so, now, I have a question for you Catherine you mm-hmm. were married twice and you said you became single later in your life do you mm-hmm. find that because I've, I've also been observing as well that people later in their life tend to find the right partner. What it is that causes that? Is it because we have matured, we have grown, we have gotten to know ourselves a bit, we have been through life, we know what we want, what we don't want? Um, what, what is it that later in our life that causes us to you know, or is it that we are intolerant to certain things and we're like, uh-uh, I'm not accepting that. I don't need to accept that. So now you you have narrowed down that list is totally through the window, you know, because now you're really focusing on those, uh let's call it soft traits, you know, the kindness, the caring, the love, you know, the empathy, the humanity, as opposed to, damn, he needs to have a fine body, a fine ass." <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's, he is such dark chocolate, you know, he, he, he's, he's, you know, well-spoken.
1: Yummy. Yeah. Yeah, He's yummy. You know, (laughs) older guys, older guys can be yummy too. Believe me. Oh yes. Oh yes. Very yummy. I think all of those things that you mentioned are true. And I also think the process of heartbreak is actually in a, in a way it's actually good for us because when our hearts break and we have to deal with that heartbreak, I think what gets born out of that heartbreak is more compassion for the human race mm-hmm. more compassion for ourselves more compassion for others and I think with that we're able to see that human beings are going to come with flaws mm-hmm. and I think when we're young we're still th- imagining that we can overcome all our flaws every we're looking for someone without flaws and I think by the time we're older we're more compassionate we realize we're all broken. We all have flaws. We all are going to have bad days. Mm-hmm. We all are going to have unfinished business. And that's going to be okay with us. That's called loving a person for who they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I always laugh when I see people online looking. They want to find someone without any baggage. And I'm like, nope. that doesn't exist.
0: No, 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 forget <laughs> it. That doesn't
1: forget exist. It.
0: No, forget it. That, that's not real. That's, that's not going to happen. Two marriages, Catherine, what have you learned from the two marriages?
1: I learned to look for someone who's going to be my best friend.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I learned to look for a man who's really looking to commit for life. Mm -hmm. I talked to many people who are kind of hoping that the guy they're dating might want to commit. And men who want to commit will be upfront about that from the beginning. I'm looking for a partner. Mm -hmm. They're not like, oh, if I find the right one. Mm -hmm. They're really looking to settle down and be with someone. And I think a lot of women are nervous about uh, being open about wanting to find someone to commit to. Mm -hmm. So they don't put their cards on the table. And I think it's okay to say that's what I'm looking for. Not just if it happens. Yeah, Because like attracts like. If you are open about the fact with yourself. I mean, that when we talked earlier in the program about it sounded desperate, I know it, there's this cultural myth that it sounds desperate to say, hey, I'd like to get married again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To ourselves, we're supposed to sort of say, in the, well, if it happens. And I think being able to make that commitment to yourself that I'm going to do what it takes to make this happen, I want to be in partnership, yeah. is going to attract the frequency of a man or woman who wants the same thing. Exactly. And if we stay in that frequency of, I don't know, I hope I find somebody, we're going to attract the frequency of someone who's like, well, maybe I want to be in a relationship and maybe I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's all about frequency.
0: Yeah, it's all about the vibrational frequency. Tantric dating, what's the difference? So what, what we know dating, you just go there, somebody asks you on a date and you go there. You know, the traditional, what we see on TV kind of dating. What's the well,
1: I think, I think that uh, just in a nutshell, um, a conventional dating is about how can I exclude you mm-hmm. and tantric dating is about how can I include you what can I find that's lovable about you mm-hmm. when you sit down on a conventional date you're sitting and going here's why I don't you're not tall enough you're not rich enough you're not gorgeous enough you're not this and that you're not you're not you're not goodbye how can I get out of? how can I leave this person as fast as possible And what I found being a spiritual person was I can sit down on this date and even if we're not going to become lovers for the rest of our lives, Mm -hmm. I can still find out what's good about you. I can still expand my capacity to love you as a human being. I can still enjoy you. I can still find out what kind of a kind person you are. And I can make this date as loving as possible. And if I can develop myself as a more loving person, I'm more in in the position to attract love. I find that the conventional dating of no, 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 I'm shopping and nobody meets my list develops us as more. We're we're becoming more unloving trying to find love and it's not working.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
1: The process of dating develops us as unloving people. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why we can't find love. So if if, if if you develop yourself as a more loving person, By dating in a tantric way, then you're more likely to attract love.
0: I love that. Let's hop across to your website, Catherine, and and your book on on tantric dating. Let me see if I can grab a page here quickly to be able to do that. Give me one second. Give me the website again.
1: It's C a t h e r i n e, a u m a n C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-A-U-M-A-N.com.
0: All right, I'm bringing it up now, katharinealman.com. Yeah, here we go. Beautiful. Hold on. Let me share that. You should see that showing up on your page here.
1: Oh, my goodness. There it is. Hi.
0: (laughs) You're saying hi to yourself.
1: (laughs) You and me and my website. Yes.
0: So that's you and this is your website. So tell me, you would mention in your book before, where can persons get a copy of your book here? And before we go to that, I want to just let people know, as I see this, to join your mailing list so they can mm-hmm. learn more about tantric dating and spirituality. I see you have a video here on its role in mental health because mm-hmm. clearly there are some crazy owls out there, Catherine, that we are dating crazy people who are mentally disordered and, and we don't know because it's well covered and they are covert in their operation. And we have to know the signs, you know, and it comes back, it comes back to intuition. You know it, you know it, you sense it, follow that intuition. Yeah. It's a major part of spirituality. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, It's it's also, um, uh, sometimes we want to go to therapy because maybe we're having trouble getting over some from the past or we have, uh, some patterns from childhood right that aren't helping us in the dating process, so therapy can be helpful if we're having trouble finding someone to maybe just go in and clear up some patterns from the past
2: that's right
1: some yeah. uh maybe some patterning we have if we came from difficult childhoods and we notice that love is difficult for us, so that's something that a therapist can help in the dating process
0: of course, and i wanna I wanna endorse that because. Here's the thing about it. We are all broken. So if anybody thinks that they are not, forget it. You're you're lying to yourself. Because when I look at it, Catherine, we are born to parents. We don't get to choose who our parents are. We don't come out with a manual to say, hey, this is the book here. This is what I want you to follow because this is the person I want to become. And you need to follow this manual, you two people. To 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 help me become who I'm supposed to become, who I'm supposed to become. You don't push out with a manual, okay? Um, so you are left to 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 the whatever of of these two people who are going to socialize you as best as they could. You don't know the environment. You are you are basically in the hands of people, and you have no control. You realize later in life. In your twenties, thirties, forties, sometimes fifties, that like, wait a minute. This I'm, I'm this is not, this is not this doesn't feel right. <laughs> After nearly half a century of your life, 20, 30 years, you realize this is off, something is off. If you're aware, if you're conscious, if you realize something within me is not feeling right, and you start to question, you start to become, as I said, aware and conscious. As a being, or else you just follow the routine because this is, what, this is what they have been teaching you as a child. And this is what the society encourages. And this is what the media encourages. So you are actually broken. It doesn't matter if your parents were rich and you got everything. That is a broken, dysfunctional family. Okay? Right? It doesn't matter. There are things that your rich family did, that your poor family did, that your middle class family did. We are all broken. And what I, I want to do with my show is one of the things is to help people to become aware and conscious and empowered, Catherine.
1: Beautiful. To start
0: questioning, questioning who they are. Get to know who you are and do it in a way without care or concern for anybody else because it's about you. This is your life. It's about you. And I'll tell you this. You are actually stopping your destiny. You're actually stopping the abundance, the gifts that are meant for you because you are following what your parents or what other people have told you. You're actually living in somebody else's frame. Create your own frame. Or, as a matter of fact, have no frame. No okay. frame. <laughs> no frame. And you're gonna, it's gonna be painful. And I mean, Catherine can't speak more to this. It's gonna be painful. It's gonna be painful. I'm telling you, it's gonna be painful to realize. Who you think you are is not who you are. And you have to start all over again. Because if you find yourself attracting the same toxic persons all the time, something is wrong and you are the common denominator. It's not (laughs) other people. (laughs) It's not the other people. It's you. And I'm not making it sound as if, oh, you're to blame. Go and dig a hole and jump in it. No, I want you to dig a hole. Yes, jump in it and do some meditation and spiritual work.
1: (laughs) And get some help if you need it. Get some help. I'm I'm a a therapist and I've been in therapy and and I had uh, patterns from childhood that I needed to work through. So I wasn't attracting the same toxic person over and over.
0: Yes, yes, get help. And there's nothing wrong. You know, long ago when people say you need help, it's like, oh, I'm not mad. I'm not crazy. It has nothing to do with you're mad or crazy. And even if you are, so what? Yes, I'm mad. Yes, I'm crazy. This is a so what here. So what? <laughs> I love your message. <laughs> yes. Karine, you're I love your message. It's the so what year. Go to hell year. I don't give a, you know oh, what? <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I, I didn't. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. I don't give a whatever year. That's what it is. Because you need to save you, you need to build back. And build that relationship with your inner child, with your being, who you really are. And Catherine is here to help you. Catherine is here to help you. The lady has gone through two marriages and she found love now. Come on. She knows a little something.
1: (laughs) And you fill yourself with so much love for yourself and for your own life that you are a magnet for a loving person.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. And
1: if you are out looking with a shopping list and rejecting everyone because they don't fit your shopping list, you're gonna attract someone who also is shopping with a shopping list ah. and is rejecting people on a shopping list. And that's not a loving endeavor.
0: The shopping list so, is for the supermarket. The
1: shopping- that's exactly correct. <laughs> and and so if we if you take Kareen's advice, fill yourself with uh whatever it takes to become your most loving, glowing self, and Karina is a, a great example of someone who's just glowing with life force, Thank then you. someone else who is a loving being will also be attracted to that frequency and that radiance. I love it. And that takes take spiritual work, psychological work, just go for it. Go That's for it. Make, make this year that you, year you go for it and Live in love. Another one of the things I teach people is: you don't have to wait for another person to be in love. Just be in love now. Be in love with yourself. Be in be love. In love. With yourself. Yeah. Be in love with the people around you. Of and course. You might, might find that that guy next door that you didn't notice before because you were uh, counting him out because of your shopping list. If you're <laughs> radiating in love and he comes and radiates in love, that might seem very attractive. You're suddenly you suddenly start
0: to see become. him differently, right, Catherine? Exactly. You suddenly start to see him differently because, because the work you are doing within yourself, your mind, your whole, there's a whole reframing and a mind shift that you start to see him differently. Yeah.
1: And that's towards yourself and others. Mm-hmm.
0: Where and everybody, your book? Where's yeah. your book, Catherine? I want to jump to your book. I want to get to your book.
1: My book, if you click there on a uh, uh, store, you can see a copy of my book there tantric dating mm-hmm. scroll down a little bit I see. there it is
2: yay there's my
1: book and uh and um, uh, it's it's a short book it's easy to read mm-hmm. people say you can read it in an hour and it is uh full of this idea of how do we how do we date from a place of love instead of non-love what i found was as i said before the dating process itself is very unloving i sit down with you and i find out all the reasons to discard you instead of what's great about you
2: yeah, yeah. you know we, we've all worked we've
1: all worked very hard to become less prejudiced in our life and not be so judgmental but yeah. dating is about being as judgmental as possible oh, geez. so let's take that that way that we've all expanded to be more loving to all people, regardless of race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, mm-hmm. and let's bring that into our dating life too, in terms of how can I just be as loving to everyone I'm meeting as possible?
0: That's right, that's right. So you can get the book on Amazon, I know just here. And you have a couple of others here that
1: people a couple can... other books, uh-huh, mm-hmm, on
0: Amazon. And should they, should they uh, want to do a consultation with you? How can they do that? Do you offer free uh, consultation?
1: Um, I offer, they can certainly email me and we can talk about that. I do work with people all over the world over Skype and telephone
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or Zoom as we are here. Mm-hmm. And I would love to help you find love.
0: Beautiful. And of course, she has found it. So she has experience in this after two marriages.
1: I have to say that uh, keep going because uh, both me and my, my partner and I are both always saying, we didn't know it could be this good. So <laughs> keep going. If, even oh. if you've had a lot of bad relationships like I had, you can still find love that is you didn't even imagine it was this good.
0: Yeah. And don't think that is a reflection on you necessarily. Because when you say, why can't I find a man? Something must be wrong with me. No, not necessarily. Yes, there may be things you need to work on yourself, but don't reject you which is Don't not a place it. to come from. Don't reject you. Don't dislike you. Don't hate you. Work Nothing on you. Know, yeah.
1: Yeah, nothing's wrong with you. It's the But I do believe something's wrong with the way we're going about trying to find love.
0: That's right. That's right. Let me just hop across your services here. You offer transpersonal, uh, let's see here now. Oh, you have different counseling, uh, different types counseling, of
1: counseling, relationship counseling, telephone, Skype, Mm -hmm. Tantric Dating Coaching.
0: Okay. Great. And so I just was on your contact page so that persons know how to contact you and you have your socials here, Mm -hmm. Facebook, LinkedIn, and
1: Twitter. I also have, uh, what's not on here is I have a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and I have about almost 70 videos now so people can be helped there. Little tips about dating, little tips about personal growth. So please go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and help yourself all kinds of info free there. I'm always surprised to hear that someone halfway across the world has been wat- uh, watching my videos. So oh my please, that's, please the beauty,
0: that's the beauty of technology, Catherine. It's amazing. Isn't it wonderful? It is. It is. It's amazing that I'm in Trinidad and Tobago. You're in Los Angeles and we're here talking. We're crossing we are? national borders and time. Isn't it, it fantastic? It is. It is. So I want people to come and check out your website. It's, pretty simple it's just her name.com she keeps it pretty simple her name.com Catherine Orman she's a psychotherapist and um, she's into marriage and and family therapy so I guess if you need family therapy which a lot of us do because when you start working on yourself it it, you know it, it really filters over into your family as well if you really want to keep the family together what you have now so work with Catherine, check her out. And I'm sure there may be a lot of other things we haven't learned about Catherine because it's a short show, even though we have gone over time. But you can get to know her, of course, by following this video and on her YouTube channel and all the things that she's giving away and her her consultations. just contact her. Let her know that you have seen her show on Between the Lines. And of course, she will do something really cool for you. She's there to help you find love. Catherine, any final words before we go?
1: Just, I just want to say, Corinne. Uh, live in love be in love now and if you want to track love be in love now and love will find you
0: I don't know what else to say after that except (laughs) thank you so much thank you so much Catherine for being on between the lines and you know using me as a little guinea pig exposing me here so I expect I will (laughs) will be contacting you and letting you know the slew of men that will be coming after me
1: Uh, I don't know how they could resist you
0: Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Catherine. I don't know how they could resist me, either, but I am probably <laughs> res- <laughs> I'm probably resisting them.
1: Probably. 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 Thank you so well, what much. My pleasure. Catherine. What a pleasure to spend this time with you. Thank you so much.
0: Yes. Anytime. Anytime. And you know we're going to be in touch, and you know I'm going to be. I'm going to be following you. I'm going to be watching your YouTube. I'm going to be commenting. I'm going to be all over you because, you know, I'm single. I will say it again. I'm single. I'm single and sexy. Yay!
1: Sexy and hot.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Catherine. All the best to you.
1: And you as well.